Whether you're a first-time poultry owner or looking to expand your flock, you can always use some helpful advice. Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered. With great info and products to help raise healthy birds in-store or online at farmandfleet.com forward slash chick days. An industry worth talking about. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Young. Well, no doubt we are going to be talking about Wisconsin weather on this Thursday. Good morning, everybody. Come on in. Fabulous Farm Aid, Pam Yankee. Glad you're along with us here on the radio. I'll tell you what, it's kind of funny. I actually think that our building is a little confused about what's going on with the weather. Walked in this morning, and the air conditioning is actually running just a little bit. That's definitely going to change, I hope, by this time tomorrow morning. Take every ounce of the weather today in because we are going to see a rapid about face temperature-wise for tomorrow. We do have a good 70% chance of rain moving into Wisconsin by this afternoon. But this morning, partly sunny skies will top out right around 72 degrees. And then, as I said, tomorrow everything changes. Partly sunny skies on Friday, 37. Partly sunny on Saturday, 35. Sunday, partly sunny and 34. Monday, partly sunny and 35. If we take a look into the rest of next week, temperatures will crawl to the mid and upper 30s. So like I said, today kind of that last gasp of enjoyable outdoor weather. So plan on making the most of it. We'll talk weather with Stu Mucker, Ag Meteorologist, coming up. We're also focused in on transportation. We've got an awful lot of grain in Wisconsin that needs to go someplace else. How is it going to get there? By rail, by truck? We already know Mississippi River traffic has been slowed down, but Senator Joan Balwig from Marcusan says there's optimism on the horizon about the Great Lakes and what transportation artery that could turn into. She's one of our guests this morning. And we're going to catch up with our man, Mike North, from Everag, all things dairy and Everag, getting ready to host a major dairy conference in the Twin Cities. We'll see if we can't talk to him about that as well. You stick around. Mutual Assurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. As a proud sponsor of the WIAA, Rural Mutual roots for all of Wisconsin student-athletes. Whether they're a hometown hero or they dream of the national spotlight, sportsmanship keeps Wisconsin strong. Visit RuralMutual.com WIAA to learn more about how they support high school athletics. Rural Mutual Assurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. Holiday season is upon us, and what better way to show off your creativity than taking those boring round rolls and creating fun, innovative shapes. Rhodes Bake and Serve invites you to participate in their Show Me Your Shape Roll Contest. To enter, submit a photo of a new shape for your dinner rolls, and you could take home a prize pack from Rhodes, including tickets to see Reba McIntyre. Entry deadline is November 18th. Full contest details can be found at MidwestFarmReport.com. The farm-to-table or shop local movement has been popular among consumers, especially after the pandemic led to empty store shelves and people wanting to know more about how their food is produced. I'm Stephanie Hoff from the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison. And now that we're heading into the holiday shopping season, supporting local farmers and producers is how some businesses are drawing in customers. Is that what you're seeing, Jill? That's what I'm seeing. I came across the Caledonia Market by Portage. It's, and I'm Jill Welke from the northern end of the world's longest barn here in Eau Claire. It's run by Colin and Nicole Rayom. They are working to market their, first of all, their own beef, 
through the market, but they're also marketing Wisconsin products. Many of them are locally produced. And the market is really a place for local producers to find a spot to actually reach out to the consumers and market their products. And I talked about how their market is working and how their market supports those local producers. Uh, We started up the market uh, because we're trying to bridge that gap between producers and consumers um, and give uh, other producers as well as ourselves, uh, because we raise beef cattle. um, And so all of the beef in our store comes from our cattle. um, And then it it kind of just, uh, it, it expanded around that by us adding other products and giving other producers uh, the same opportunity to bypass the general market um, that they usually get hit with. You're marketing your own beef there. You have consigners. What else is at your market? We have beef, pork, lamb, um, and then we have a couple dairy products. We have A2 milk as well as A2 drinkable yogurt. Um, We have fresh produce in the summertime um, and then seasonal products here and there. So, you know, our, our produce changes from spring to fall. Um, and then we have products like homemade sauces, pickles, jellies and jams, uh, pickled quail eggs, all sorts of different, different pickled products. We also have honey, maple syrup, soaps uh, that are made with the honey and a tallow uh, producer. We have skincare products that are either lavender-based or um, made with a lot of herbal remedies. We also have tea and coffee and even potato chips. So we talked a little bit about consigners. Are these local consigners? Are they Wisconsin consigners? Tell me where they come from. Everything in the store comes from Wisconsin, um, and most products are even more local than that. Um, they generally come from the kind of tri-county area and then just, uh, they spread out a little bit, but not too bad. So let's look a little bit at your business side of it. You market your own beef and you have consigners. How does the consignment part work? So the consignment part, we wanted to give everyone kind of that fair shot and we wanted to make sure that they were getting a fair price for, um, their products. So we weren't going to come at them and say, hey, we want to buy your products for really cheap and then mark them up and us make all the money. So what we do is we just take a percentage of their product, depending on what it is, whether it's frozen versus dry goods, when it sells. So everything that they have in the store, um, they still own. Um, And and then it also kind of gives them an incentive to say, hey, you know, come go stop at this market here. And, you know, check out the products that they have. They're all locally sourced and everything like that. So in other words, they are able to put their product in there, but they're still doing some of their own marketing. Correct. That's something that we really kind of wanted to grab a hold of with the local sourcing. Um, Because if we have local people who have an incentive to, you know, tell their friends to come check out this market. You can find my products here that I make or I grow um, and they're local people. So it's really, it it makes us be able to reach a larger um, group of people to have local vendors. You talked a little bit about your seasonality with your fresh vegetables and fresh fruit that comes in. When are you open? You open seven days a week? 
We, right now, we're open Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays. Um, Fridays, our hours are 3 to 6. Uh, Saturdays, it's 9 to 6. And Sundays is 11 to 4. We do also do, we dabble in uh, during the weekdays. Um, we uh, work full-time, but generally, um, sometimes one of us is down there, and if you stop in and the open sign is flipped, we're ready to help you out. And as you mentioned, you're both full-time someplace else. What are your goals for this market? Well, the the end goal isn't necessarily set in stone yet. Um, it started out as trying to find a local market for our beef. Um, and it's grown to a point where maybe it could be one of our full-time jobs at one point. Um, but at this point, it's it's not necessarily like, it's one of those things where we're not trying to get rich off of it. Um, obviously, we want to try to be self-sufficient in everything we do. But it's it's more of the, the ideas behind it, the morals behind it, um, and just bringing local, fresh, good quality food back to our communities. Caledonia Market is found right on Highway 33, not far off the interstate. Tell me where you are located. Um, well, the easiest way to find us is to look us up um, just on Google. You can find us by looking up Caledonia Market, Portage, Wisconsin. Um, so we are located in Portage, uh, right on Highway 33, about two and a half miles west of I-94 um, at exit 106. So... Um, it, we're set back from the road, so you might drive past us and have to turn around, but I think we're worth it. We talked a little bit about the future. We talked a little bit about just having a market for it. Do you feel like you're kind of maxed out on the products that you offer, or do you think you might possibly offer a few more? We're actually always adding new products. Um, as we come across new ideas or come across new producers. We're trying to do more more networking in that sense. So we'll add any product that's a Wisconsin-made product that you know both us and the producer think that there's a market for. We're not opposed to, to adding new things as time goes. And we've, like I said, we've added new products just recently. Um, we actually started carrying a, a soda product that's made in Stevens Point, Wisconsin. Um, and that's one of the last things we've added. So tell me again, how do we find you? Um, you can find us about two and a half miles west of I-94 in Portage, Wisconsin, located on Highway 33. Another way to, a good way to keep up with everything that's going on with the store is to follow us on Facebook. Um, you can find us at Caledonia Market, um, and we'll pop up with a little blue logo, and that's, that's the place to go to find out uh, information about new products. Um, and you can always call us off the page or uh, shoot us a message, and we're here to answer your questions. You can also uh, Google us. Uh, we do have a Google business page, so you can gather more information that way. Our phone numbers are also on there, as well as our hours and some of our products. I appreciate the idea of Wisconsin Source product. More markets out there reaching out to the consumers and marketing locally sourced markets. And that was Nicole Rayom from Caledonia Market down here in Portage. And I'm Joe Welke from the northern end of the Longest Barn in Eau Claire. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke.
Create the floors you love this season with DIY and budget-friendly flooring from Wiseway. With Wiseway Flooring's direction, you'll only need to be moderately handy to accomplish brand new floors. I'm Mike Yenser at Wiseway Flooring, inviting you to visit our showroom in Watertown, Lake Mills, and Economwalk. See how our do-it-yourself products might be the right thing for you. Commercial or residential, the wise have it. Log on to INeedFlooringNow.com. How is it that we can have smokers' lines without ever smoking? A skincare minute with skincare expert Michelle Neeson. Smokers or lip lines can occur not only because of smoking, but other factors, such as talking, drinking from a straw, genetics, and age-related fat loss. The most simple and effective treatment for this problem is a combination of dermal fillers such as Juvederm, which can smooth and fill those fine lines as well as hydrate the lips. Also, a neuromodulator such as Botox can be used in small amounts to relax those pursing muscles. At Rejuvenation Clinic of Sauk Prairie, this treatment results in a natural, more youthful appearance of the mouth and often lasts a year or longer. Let your natural beauty shine through. Visit us at rejuvenationclinicofsaukprairie.com. Sometimes people think we're the bathroom remodeling place that just covers up your old stuff. It's how Rebath got its start 40 years ago. But just as technology has improved since dial phones, we've grown to become a total bathroom remodeling company. Free in-home consultation, free custom design, an affordable new bath in just days, not weeks. Visit our showroom on Stoughton Road or Rebath.com. Rebath, making it easy to love your bath. Rough hands, dirty boots, and farming roots. It's all we know. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Oh, I tell you what, this weather, it looks like it's going to be peachy dandy, at least for the front part of today. And then, by gosh, by golly, does she change? Time to find out about our weather coming our way. Stumach Egg meteorologist joining us this morning. Hey, before we get too deep in it, though, I got to call out one of my rainfall reporters. I believe her name is Lois Kikoski. Lois Kikoski, she used our talk text line and called me with one of those big rainfall reports from, what was it, last weekend when we picked up like two, two and a half inches in some areas? Yep. But yep. she didn't leave her address. She's the October weather station winner. But Lois, I, I got to have your address, kid. And I tried to call her yesterday and her phone either isn't set up or she's not answering it. So again, Lois Kikoski, if you know her, if... Uh, if your next-door neighbor, tell her if she wants that weather station, I got to hear from her this week or we're going to have to draw another one because, by golly, we're already pretty well into November, Stu. Yeah, and I can see why someone wouldn't want to answer a call from you, but, you know. <laughs> yeah, I tried to text her. I've been trying all kinds of stuff to get through to her, so I hope that she's listening this morning and calls me. Remember that number, 877-301-FARM, 877 877- Three zero one three two seven six. Alois, give me a holler with your address. Anyhow, let's talk about this weather. Like I said, we're starting off in a pretty good spot today, but I, I, I just cringe at what you and I are <laughs> going to be talking about tomorrow morning. 
Yeah, things are going to change in a big way today. There may be record high temperatures set once again. I expect low 70s across southern Wisconsin, and it has to do with that system that's out to the west, still kind of anchoring in southern Minnesota. A cold front extends up into northwest Wisconsin, back into eastern Nebraska, and that's kind of the line where there's some rain. Showers scattering from eastern South Dakota through central and northern Minnesota, far northwest Wisconsin this morning up to the UP. There's snow in northern Minnesota and North Dakota. That's behind that cold front. That cold front will push our way. I expect to be seeing some rain, most likely uh, by midday or so at La Crosse, and then later afternoon, further east and south, showers. There could actually be a thunderstorm. Well, not severe weather, but a good the summer thunder boomer could be something we see late today or tonight. But that cold front slides on through. Winds become northwest already overnight and into the day tomorrow, and the colder air is ushered in. Those temperatures drop off in a big hurry. I think the the most we will talk about in our part of Wisconsin, the southern half of the state, is maybe a few snowflakes around here quite late tonight or just into early Friday. And otherwise, colder air is the rule. Daytime highs in the 20s for Friday. Well, let's back that up a little for Saturday and Sunday back into the low 30s. Just a very cold spell, and it sticks around through next week as well. So we may be talking about our last temps above uh, 50 degrees or above 60 for certain as we make our way on to the end of this year. With all that good news, all the forecast details right after this. Sometimes I just like to read the customer comments for Bavaria Sausage Kitchen. Fabulous farm babe Pam Yankee here for Judy and the crew reminding you their retail location open Monday through Friday 9 until 5 at the corner of Nesbitt Road, Fitchrona Road in Fitchburg or always open at BavariaSausage.com. Listen to this customer comment. Just wanted to say thank you for the gift box. They're enjoying all the products and especially grateful that Bavaria Sausage could get their gift box to Alaska. That's right, folks. The fans for Bavaria Sausage Kitchen stretch far and wide because of its authentic flavors. And don't forget, as we get closer to the holidays, one surefire win is a gift card. Again, find out yourself, BavariaSausage.com. Take a look at their Facebook page and find out more about their authentic old world flavor and get ready to celebrate. Don't forget, fresh turkey still available, but order now. All right, there you go. Order now. All right, Stu, let's have that forecast. All right, well, let's talk about a partly sunny, warm, breezy day in store. Clouds develop, though, and there is that chance of a shower midday at La Crosse. Later afternoon, the further you get to the east, showers. There may be a thunderstorm yet this afternoon. I expect low 70s, maybe just about 70 at La Crosse. And the south winds 10 to 20 today, gust up around 30. Overnight, still cloudy skies, showers, possibly a thunderstorm heading into the night. And those temps drop to freeze or give it a bit below as south winds at 5 to 15, gust to 35, become west as we head on through the night. Then I'm anticipating just a very small chance of a sprinkle or flurry in the east early Friday and more so becoming mostly sunny and colder, upper 30s for highs, northwest winds 15 to 25, and by Saturday, maybe a morning flurry, otherwise a mostly cloudy day, 35, northwest winds 5 to 15. Rainfall-wise, Pam, I think if we get up to a tenth or a quarter inch of rain yet today and tonight, and maybe just a few snowflakes as we head to the weekend, but it is going to be a whole lot colder and pretty breezy in the weekend as well. Yeah, I just was noticing, I said to Stu, uh, uh, Ski Hill 
out in California said something like 60 inches of snow. I don't know if they've gotten that much. It might not have been quite that much, but the ski runs are open. I looked that up. They're expecting 32 inches today. (laughs) I I, I laugh because otherwise I'd absolutely cry. Uh, Good for them. I mean, if you're a snow bunny that likes to get up there and ski, good for you. Uh, But it makes my back ache imagining that around Wisconsin. (laughs) Well, come on. Buck takes care of all that. It doesn't matter. Yes, but... Then my ears ache, if you know what I mean. Uh, so. uh, uh, okay. <laughs> All right, man, we'll catch up with you tomorrow. Thanks. You bet. See ya. All right, Luis Kikuski, if you want that weather station, get a hold of me, 877-301-3276. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Are you lonely? Tired of looking for the one the one with industry-leading stock and root strength? Well, we're here to help you find a soulmate for your soil. Your soil mate. Agrigold has the perfect seed for your soil and the service that's perfect for your operation. Plan for next season with our extensive portfolio of unique hybrids and find your soil mate at chooseagrigold.com. Because of you, someone gets to go home instead of working a double. Because of you, call lights will be answered a little bit faster. Because you are the Bright Star in that facility. Bright Star Medical Staffing is looking for caregivers and nurses. Bright Star believes providing the highest quality temporary staff means better care. It's the reason you got into healthcare in the first place. Be the Bright Star in someone's life. Work with Bright Star. Apply today at brightstarjobs.com. This looks like a car. Has tires, headlights, a hood, windshield wipers. The doors look like car doors. Open like them too. There's a front seat, back seat, steering wheel. 99.9% of the time, this would be a car, but it's not. This is a bedroom. Anita Washington's for five weeks. There are people like Anita all across Dane County. And because the need is there, so are we. This year, we'll provide Anita and other women, children, and men with nearly 20,000 nights of shelter. Just one part of more than $1.4 million in food, clothing, furniture, and other goods and services we provide. We're St. Vincent de Paul, helping our neighbors in need. While you spent a lot more time around your home the last couple of years, you may have noticed a few things you'd like to have spruced up. Sign up for W.E. Davies Handyman Membership, and they'll help you stay ahead of the maintenance and repairs with a professional result. Boycott putting things off. W.E. Davies & Sons Remodeling brings a fresh perspective to your building project. We're a local family business with services from handyman fixes to living space upgrades. For stunning, transformative results, visit wedaviesremodeling.com. Rebath started decades ago by two gentlemen who created acrylic forms to cover existing bathtubs. Today, Rebath is a complete bath remodeling company. We replace existing fixtures and totally upgrade your bathroom. Free in-home consultation, free custom design, an affordable new bath in just days, not weeks. Visit our showroom on Stoughton Road or Rebath.com. Rebath, making it easy to love your bath. Tom Spitz and David Fink of Settlers Bank. 
We make it easy to access the bankers you know. Bankers who listen to your goals. Then offer expert advice and solutions that simplify even the most complex financial matters. Virtually or in person, we're here when you need us. To learn more, stop by or visit SettlersWI.com. Settlers Bank. Timely decisions. People you know. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. That squeal you're hearing while you come to a stop? That's your brakes crying for help. At Tom's Auto Center, we offer five-star brake repair on all makes and models. Stop by for a brake fluid and brake inspection. If your brakes are talking to you or screaming for help, we'll diagnose it and give you a written estimate. We want you to be able to trust your brakes. Tom's Auto Center. Off Highway 51 in McFarland, a stone's throw from McDonald's. You would never overpay for something if you knew you could get the product for much less elsewhere. Much like you wouldn't pay $6 a gallon for gas if the pump down the street was charging the fair market price of $4, would you? So why pay more than MSRP on your next Chevy truck? Bergstrom Chevrolet is a local, family-owned company that values your dollar as much as you do, so you never pay above manufacturer's suggested retail price. And Bergstrom has the inventory to fill your fleet or fix you up with the truck that's going to pull your toys. So go ahead, shop around, and compare that final cost. If the guys down the street are blowing smoke up your tailpipe, jacking up the price on their Chevy trucks stop by bergstrom chevrolet where you never get charged over msrp Join the bergstrom Auto Family. do you believe in a miracle do you believe in hope for the wisconsin badges of winning the west i was the very first one that said that yes. they were still that's alive a yes. that's a yeah. yes i got poo-pooed He's got by you and ben kenny <laughs> he says and this then, a lot then about two weeks later, like when he said the Packers were good. Then about two <laughs> weeks later, all of a sudden I'm seeing Ben Kenny tweeting about it. Well, he takes your takes all the time, and mine too. It's fine. Sometimes, yeah, it now, just takes time for people to come around. Right? By the way, that update on all of the um, metrics for efficiencies in NFL teams. You know how there was like a big, huge. You can tell me the Packers are good again. No, there. You know how there was a big, huge cluster. It was like. Top three teams, huge cluster, bottom three to five teams. Yeah. That cluster is starting to open up a little bit, and the Packers are starting to fall on the wrong side of that cluster opening. Not shocking. And very, very close to the Lions and the Bears. Lions. But you know what's crazy about those? The Vikings aren't that much better, but they're seven and one. They're not. Seven and one. (laughs) We'll talk about it coming up because they got more luck on their side Frauds. this uh, Sunday on the way. But so, Rowdy, you are you are the, you said you're the leader of men in this miracle and hope for the Wisconsin Badgers then. You were beating that so. drum weeks ago. I would say so, except for I did just tell you I still think it ends in a tie and that they don't represent the Big Ten West. <laughs> so you don't believe in the miracle? I think it's possible. I mean, the miracle is still going out there and winning the rest of these games. Well, Wisconsin winning out, I think, is the... Is that the most likely thing to happen of all those scenarios? I would have told you that back at the start, when we first started saying that this is possible, that Wisconsin winning out was probably the least possible thing. Well, we talked about it leading up into that Northwestern game. Wisconsin has a real shot of either winning and losing, like 
depending on what team showed up. Yeah, did the they team could, quit on they, the season? They could, they could come out and beat the pants off of everybody left on the schedule except Minnesota. and Or they could come out flat like they did against Illinois and just fold the season in. People don't want to hear this, but this roster on paper, 100% healthy, is with this schedule, is 11-1. Yeah, their only loss their loss is, to is Ohio, Ohio State, State. Yep. and you know they got absolutely annihilated against Ohio State. Even if this team was healthy and played well, they still lose by at least three touchdowns, and I will hundred percent agree on that. Mm-hmm. But this team, on paper, when healthy, playing to the ability that they can play at, is the third best team in the Big Ten, and it should have been eleven and one this year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they completely beat themselves with penalties and turnovers against Washington State, a team that is looking more and more like it's going to be seven and five or eight and four. Mm-hmm. They completely got their butts whooped against Ohio State <laughs> to be expected. They completely quit in a game against Illinois. Yep. And then they lost a game against Michigan State that they they never should have lost. Because they chose not to pass. And I still don't think, if you watch that first quarter against Illinois and then you watch the second half, they quit. quit. I I think they beat that team if they actually... Well, even that, even that Washington State game, uh, was was it Washington State where Keanu Benton was like, I was trying to fire everyone up. They looked at me like I was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And hasn't the season played out somewhat like we thought it would at the beginning of the year defensively? We thought that, hey, the secondary is a little questionable. You had some injuries early in the season. Mm-hmm. They're getting healthier, and straight up, some of the de- young, talented defenders are starting to improve and show signs that this could be a really, really good defense. Yeah. I I think that that has progressed the way that a lot of people thought it has. Yeah. I think you would say that Graham Mertz hasn't turned the... F- now, best maybe, year, Scrammer's best yeah, year. It's his best year. But the big thing is when you think about Wisconsin quarterbacks, it's like, hey, you got to be a game manager and you just can't lose the game. No turnovers. A lot of people had high hopes for Graham Mertz, especially in the first year or two, okay. saying, hey, this is going to be a guy that can sling it all over, be one of the best quarterbacks in the league. But he hasn't really been that. Well, maybe next but year. he hasn't turned the football over. Maybe he He hasn't straight up lost you games. No, he hasn't. No. And that's a positive from where we were at at the beginning of the season. The Jimmy Leonard effect. Raylan Allen has still been a solid. I, I think a lot of people should should be pretty uh, positive about what they've seen from Skylar yep. Bell and Jim Ray DK. Mm-hmm. This team, it's Just it's name exciting. Jim Leonard the head coach now. It's exciting that Can't. they turned it they around posted. after the firing <laughs> of Paul Chris, it? but it's disappointing because really they should have been 11-1 yeah. this year. Yeah. Because we know your barn smells like money. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Young. Oh, get outside and take a deep breath of fresh air today. It is going to be kind of the last gasp of this mild weather. I'm Pam Yankee. So glad you're along with us. Uh, Mike North, principal from Everag down in Platteville, is going to be along with us in about 15 minutes telling us uh, how the World Ag Supply Demand Report looked yesterday for dairy and focusing in on the on-again, off-again love affair the markets had with butter. Stick around for that. Like I said, today we've got partly sunny skies on the way. 72 are expected high, and then surprise, surprise. Tomorrow, nothing better than 37. Saturday, nothing better than 35. Rainfall reporters, get ready. We do have some showers moving in later this afternoon. Hey, speaking of rainfall reporters, does anybody know... Lois Kikoski, Lois Kikoski, she's my rainfall report winner.
for the month of October, but I haven't been able to get a hold of her. Louise, if you're still out there, I need your mailing address, sweetie. Call me or text me on our line, 877-301-FARM. 877-301-3276. Somebody get me the address. Louise Kikoski, our October weather station winner. All right. Like I said, today is the 10th day of November. What can I tell you? Well, on this day, back in 1903, the windshield wiper was patented. A woman named Mary Anderson came up with the idea of a blade that's used to remove or wipe the front and back windshields in automobiles. It was patented by her on this day back in 1903. On this day in 1775, the U.S. Marine Corps was created. Semper Fi, a resolution of the Second Continental Congress, formed two battalions of Continental Marines that became the forerunners of today's Marine Corps. Again, Semper Fi. And if we're talking about birthdays, happy birthday to Sesame Street. Kermit the Frog and crew premiered on this day back in 1969. And now you know. Well, one of the conversations we've been having through the harvest season is transportation. We've got a lot of grain in Wisconsin that needs to get somewhere else. Is it going to go by rail, by semi? We already know the Mississippi River's slowed down. But Wisconsin Senator Joan Balwig from Marcuson says, the good news is the Great Lakes may offer us a future opportunity to turn into a major transportation hub for a lot of that grain headed to the export market. Interesting thing that we all know about is how does our um, our products get to market? We all know that there is a, a little bit of an issue with the, with, with the uh, Mississippi River right now, but it was interesting to hear from Secretary Romanski that the port at Milwaukee has, picked up a little bit of this and when it comes to water the great lakes is at optimum levels so um, maybe as uh, things progress we can move a few things to that waterway uh, on our borders and wow. uh, and keep the flow going wisconsin senator joan balwig with a little bit of an update on the possibilities at the port of milwaukee now according to port authorities today they're handling about 2.4 million ton of cargo every year. That's about $100 million in regional economic activity. But keep in mind that the Port of Milwaukee and the DeLong Company broke ground last year on a $35 million investment in agriculture maritime export facilities. And it looks like that project is on pace to be finished by 2023. That could be good news for Wisconsin agriculture, Wisconsin agribusiness, any company that's trying to have their product reach the international marketplace. All right, we're going to take a quick break. Markets this morning, they had a tough day yesterday. Uh, Maybe it was the shadow of the election results that were pouring in. Dow Jones Industrial Average yesterday lost hundreds of points in commodities. Didn't look very healthy either. What's happening this morning? I've got numbers next. Holiday season is upon us, and what better way to show off your creativity than taking those boring round rolls and creating fun, innovative shapes. Rhodes Bake and Serve invites you to participate in their Show Me Your Shape Roll Contest. To enter, submit a photo of a new shape for your dinner rolls, and you could take home a prize pack from Rhodes, including tickets to see Reba McIntyre. Entry deadline is November 18th. 
Full contest details can be found at MidwestFarmReport.com. As a dairy farmer, you depend on your milk receiver pump. McFinn Technologies of Kenosha introduces the impressive Bowpeller pump. It's quieter, there's lower maintenance, as the seals last much longer than your old milk receiver pump. It offers a more powerful cleaning cycle with higher velocities, and it doesn't degrade the quality of your milk. Ask your dealer for the Bowpeller milk receiver pump, patented by McFenn Technologies, an American company committed to providing a better product for the dairy industry. My name is Cameron Olson, owner of Olson Solar Energy. It seems like it never fails. I get a customer turned online and their solar is producing. And sure enough, that next month I get a text or an email from that customer or they call into the office even or even come in. They want to show us their bill and say, look, zero dollars. It's always super exciting to be able to be part of that and have that joy and excitement with a customer. Go to OlsonSolarEnergy.com and start saving. Go green, save green with Olson Solar Energy. No real big surprises yesterday in the World Ag Supply Demand Report. Uh, They said basically that they are looking at higher production on ethanol, more use on feeds, so more domestic use of our U.S. corn crop as opposed to trying to send it into the international marketplace with a very strong dollar. As far as soybeans are concerned, production was forecast at 4.35 billion bushel, up 33 million on higher yields. Iowa and Missouri are some of the highest yielding states in uh, the survey. So again, not a lot of big surprises. We'll talk more about that World Ag Supply Demand Report and dairy with Mike North in just a moment. Markets in overnight electronic trade this morning trying to hold firm. December corn right now is up a penny at 665. We've got January soybeans currently up a penny and a half, 1453. The wheat for December is up a nickel at 811. After Major losses on the Dow Jones Industrial Average yesterday. Right now, that's sitting about 80 points higher. In the dairy complex yesterday, barrel cheese gained 2.5 cents at 2.01. 40-pound block cheese was up 4 at 2.06 and a half. And a big gain on butter, up 10 and a quarter cents to 2.90 and a quarter. And uh, we'll find out more about why that was happening with Mike North in just a moment. So a little wrap-up on the election situation, not just in Wisconsin, but across the United States. It looks like leadership of the House and Senate Agriculture Committees probably going to stay the same. And remember, that's important going into the 2023 Farm Bill process. Ranking Republican Glenn Thompson was reelected on Tuesday, and it looks like he is going to be the chair of the uh, Agriculture Committee if the Republicans keep hold and take the majority in the House. Georgia voters re-elected Democrat David Scott, the current House Ag Committee chairman. So again, a lot of things seem to be kind of in play. The Senate Agriculture Committee probably going to keep Debbie Stabenow, senator from Michigan, as the top Democrat that is uh, in charge of the Senate Agriculture Committee. In Arkansas, they re-elected Republican John Boozman. So again, a lot of what was in place for the House and Senate Agriculture Committees look like it will stay in place as we get ready to develop the 2023 Farm Bill. I don't think we're going to tackle Farm Bill, but we won't run out of things to discuss with Mike North, principal of Everag out of Platteville. He's joining us live on this Thursday morning next. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Are you lonely? Tired of looking for the one? The one with industry-leading stock and root strength? 
Well, we're here to help you find a soulmate for your soil. Your soil mate. Agrigold has the perfect seed for your soil and the service that's perfect for your operation. Plan for next season with our extensive portfolio of unique hybrids and find your soil mate at chooseagrigold.com. Nobody knows windows like Wanakee Remodeling. Voted the best window company in Madison 10 years straight, our Renewal by Anderson windows are the most weather-tight, highest quality, and most durable on the market. Make sure you eliminate your old window and door problems. Go with the most trusted name in windows, Renewal by Anderson, from Wanakee Remodeling. You wear the same size, you do the same workout, yet her butt is high and tight. And let's face it, she's smoking hot. While you're just another sweaty Betty, what you don't know is while you're putting in extra time grunting it out at the gym, she is relaxing poolside. And why? Because she comes to Carbon World Health for FDA-approved M-Sculpt treatments. Her butt is a work of art because this technology is state-of-the-art. CarbonWorldHealth.com when it comes to selecting your seed corn partner, we know you've got a choice to make. At Wiffles Hybrids, we've made a choice too. A choice to remain independent. A choice to remain farm family owned. A choice to stay American. So, when it's time for you to make your choice, make a statement. Plant your independence. Plant Wiffles. From her mouth to the field's ears, this is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. All right, we've got our <laughs> rainfall winner, our uh, weather station winner from Mayville. She gave me a call this morning. I appreciate that. So uh, disaster averted as far as that's concerned. Uh, not disaster, but definitely interesting, that's for sure. Mike North joining us now on a Thursday morning. He is uh, one of the principals with Ever Egg out of their Platteville office. And, uh, Mike, I was kind of baiting us a little bit early on here I want to talk about what's going on with butter. We thought we had initially gotten through a lot of the holiday-related uh, demand, filled the pipeline pretty quick when it came to butter, and then all of a sudden yesterday we get more than a $0.10 cent pop up, and we had five trades, which tells me there's interest out there. What did you see? Well, we're, we're, we're playing this back and forth, and to your point, we did believe that the, the bid was gone that it was over, the market was done. And I think what you saw early on now uh, was the buyers basically just saying, I'm going to step away and let this thing find a bottom before I step back in. And now that they've seen the market bottom out, they've stepped back in, there's been a bid, there's been trades, and we've pushed this market back higher. Ultimately, though, that bid will run dry this time of the year. We know that to be true on almost every other year. And the fact that we've you know, now bounced 30 cents off of our low, albeit we're still 30 cents off of our high, um, you know, the, the reality for butter is that at some point this will happen. And I think this is kind of that shot over the bow that says, hey, get ready. Uh, you know, things yet to come. And, and and know that butter prices will likely soften up. We've we've been rebuilding inventories. We're you know we're running through the holiday season, and the moment we get just enough to cover all the demand, it's done. 
Yeah, you know, and I'm curious, buddy, what's your take? Do you think this is going to be one of our first full-fledged, face-to-face, everybody-celebrating-holiday kind of uh, opportunities since the pandemic? Yeah, I think at this stage in the game, we're starting to balance markets across the board. And, yeah, if you go back a year ago, butter was a dollar ninety-five, And then we had this meteoric run up to nearly $3 through December and into early January of this year. And that was just a byproduct of the fact that world inventories had gotten tight as the market started coming back around post-COVID. We were the lowest price point. We weren't making a lot of butter. Milk production was low. And, you know, everything kind of clicked and away we ran. Well, you know, as we've come through the year, price has suppressed some of that. We've we've watched as demand now has been fulfilled. We're the highest price point in the world. We're watching massive imports of fat starting to come into the United States. And now everything is offsetting again. And, you know, when we came through COVID, we created extremes and pockets of disparity in terms of supply. And all of that is starting to balance itself out. And now we're, you know, going the other direction from the the big COVID push. And, you know, the big talk is recession. And what will the buyers around the world be needing as we go into this coming year? And uh, a retracted buyer allows for greater volumes to flow into different places. And I think the market's trying to balance all of this out right now. And we've just got to get through the holiday season before we can do that. Hey, Mike, can you explain? It's uh, a couple times now we've heard about uh, fat coming into the United States. For the non-farm consumer that's saying, wait a minute, what are we doing bringing fat in? Help them understand what that is, what that market is all about. Yeah, so the most popular and common uh, product that you'll see move is called anhydrous milk fat. And it's really just milk fat that's been distilled down and uh, is in a very uh, usable form. Um, as we price fat around the world, and that's a you know, no different than pricing uh, vegetable oils or, or, or other products to that end, um, we, we, we basically on the dairy side trade anhydrous milk fat, and it moves from country to country and all, all across the globe. Generally, though, we are an importer of fat and butter because uh, our our demand for it is often greater than the pools that we have here in the United States. So from a fat perspective, the U.S. is often an importer of fat and butter, and you can bring in either one because ultimately butter is a high level of fat. Our price has gotten so high, and we'll speak in terms of butter because that's generally how things are priced. Uh, we took prices to all-time records at three and a quarter, we had a exchange rate with our dollar moving to a dollar, uh, you know, uh, fourteen dollar fifteen. Uh, ultimately, as we looked at that, that was a great business opportunity for anybody in the world that had inventory that they knew they weren't going to use, and they could convert to cash in the United States. Great exchange rate, great price, well over the world market. They could make a buck and a quarter over any other market in the United States, or excuse me, in the world. So they were sending it to the United States, and, and, and we've seen this before. And often the month of December is a month when we see a big influx of this because the prices have moved high, there's an opportunity on the table, and world sellers 
are selling product into that market as we are moving towards the end of our holiday bid. So this happens frequently, uh, especially when prices get way out of whack. And, and, and we were. We were way over the world mm-hmm. market at record prices with a strong dollar. Well, Great opportunity. Nice to know what's behind all that, though. Mike North along with us, one of the principals for Everag. He's in their Platteville location. And you also mentioned another thing to keep an eye on. What, USDA made another announcement relative to dairy? Yeah, so essentially the USDA said, hey, look, you know, inflation has put a lot of pressure on low-income families, and we're going to spend $2 billion to support food banks and schools. And uh, so there's been a, a, a news announcement that came out earlier this week that has impacted products all across the table. You know, it's taken cheese prices back above $2 again with a healthy bid on that market. And uh, people are starting to step in front of these markets to get a little bit of a, uh, a jump on owning some inventory for that. We're not exactly sure all the details on how that's going to flow, but it seems like unlike the food box programs that we saw a couple of years ago, we're going to be seeing dollars flow through traditional channels to buy food to support uh, people who are having a bit of a tough time as we work through the heightened inflation that we've dealt with over the last 16 months. And knowing that those that demand is out there, though, the only question, Mike, is will our markets have to come down to meet the government's, I guess we'd say, pricing standards? I mean, or is that money just not going to go as far as maybe it would have normally? And, and that's the things that nobody really knows yet. The details haven't been fully released. So it's hard to bid a market without knowing the details of the process, because if there's only a certain price that's going to be paid, you know, to sign up for that is going to be difficult if you've overpaid for product. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's, it's something that everybody's going to take, uh, you know, very carefully, but at the moment it's been a huge demand story. Uh, we're looking for this to have, you know, kind of a short run impact until we can get more details. Excellent. Well, those are the details I'm looking for from you this morning, buddy. As always, if I poke the bear one more, we're going to go over time. So I'm going to just stop it there. <laughs> and next time when we catch up face to face, I'll hit you up for the rest of the questions that are on my mind. All right. Absolutely. All right, buddy. Take care of yourself, Mike. Always a pleasure. I appreciate it. We'll see you down the road. Yep, indeed. Look forward to it, Pam. All right, Mike North. Again, one of the principals for Everag. He's down in Platteville joining us live this morning. As always, a pleasure to talk to him. If you want to talk to anybody on the Everag staff, you can find them simply at ever.ag and get connected with some of the brightest minds as far as dairy marketing is concerned. We'll catch up with you tomorrow morning. Same time, same channel.